listening to Fireside Chats with Roadside Shaman on Open Lines Radio. Follow Hannah on Instagram at Roadside Shaman. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Fireside Chats. Enjoy! watering my yard right now. Um, I'm watering my yard and throwing out my bird bath. Activating my riparian trail. Activating things that seems always laid out. This is like such an incredible site, honestly. do I want to say? Okay. What I want to say is um, I think that that's I think that's what I'm going to say first. First of all First of all, guys, first of all, my name I wonder what kind of a different person I would have been. For any period of time. Maybe not all the time, but you know, that was definitely an idea that was floated about within the family. Ancestors are fresh, legacy is present. This is like super real stuff going on. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling every bit of it. I'm feeling every bit of it. But it is huge modern. Hi, Grandma. Grandma Barbara. Other line. That's father line. Visitation. Yeah, so in the end, my mother's 
sibling. I, uh, I was blessed enough to be able to have a visit with her um, uh, I was blessed to have a visit with her last year she came out for a visit um, and it was cool because I got a chance to talk to her quite a bit I got a chance to hang out with her. I got a, a chance to break bread with her. And I think I really feel like I helped her resolve some stuff. Like, look, I'm not gonna like try to take credit for some sort of, you know, anything. But I just feel like, I, I feel like I helped lighten her mood a little bit, at least while she was here. And I don't know if it had any kind of like ongoing impact or whatever, but I hope it did. I kind of like to think it did. But either way, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful that she was able to visit. I'm really grateful that she was able to visit. I'm really grateful that she was able to... Um, spend time with us and the thing is like you guys seriously I was able to freaking record her seriously I was able to record her she was here with my mom and she's here staying at my mom and they were hanging out we were just having like a nice little family gathering type situation you know, and, um, she, she just like singing, she sang some favorite hymns and told family stories, a bunch of which I had not even ever heard before, you know, like, it was just, it was a real true blessing. To be able to um, to be able to just have that, like I, I have that now. You know what I mean? I've spent most of the morning listening to that pod, playback to that podcast. I, I recorded it and I put it on my podcast. I put it on a, a fireside chat. If you're curious about it, you can listen to it. It's the one that's called Sunshine Mountain. And honorable ancestors because um, it was to together really beautiful moment. I super enjoyed it. I don't know. You know what? I don't even know if this is going to be salvageable. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear me. I'm kind of relying on this picking up. I don't even know. I don't know if it is. Maybe I should pause. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pause and um, play this back and see if I can even hear any of it before I keep going. BRB. Okay, so that initial 
recording was not, um, it wasn't great quality as far as being able to hear what was said. It was great quality in the sense that it absolutely captured the chaos of um, early grief. First, that moment right after, you know, the knowledge, the awareness of the loss um, or the wound. So um, I'm just going to say what the facts are again briefly in case I decide not to use that initial <coughs> section or in case you really couldn't hear at all what was happening. And what we'll say is, first of all, from now on, going forward, evermore, every time I say, first of all, I know I'm going to be thinking of my Aunt Anne. I always did anyway. Every time I said, first of all, I always thought of her. It's kind of too long of a story to get into why exactly, but it means a lot to me personally. So... First of all, my Aunt Anne passed away in her sleep last night. My cousin found her this morning. Um, we're not real sure what happened, real sure as to what happened, but, um, you know, she was older in her 70s and um, had had some medical situations. Um, you know, I don't know exactly all the details of what she had going on medically, but I know that she did have some stuff going on. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to care for my vessel. I'm trying to get some coffee in me. Excuse the noise. got turmeric and cocoa and coffee and sacred dairy which is our family medicine and especially for my mother line got molasses maple and honey turmeric cocoa cinnamon pepper I've got a lot of uh Got a lot of medicine right here. And I have a fresh ancestor dancing in her legacy. So anyways, there's a lot going through our family right now. Um, there has been a lot of grief lately. There has been a lot of loss lately. Um, in our, you know, immediate family, you know, my local family and my broader family, my extended family, there's just been a lot of grief and death and loss. A lot of medical situations and complications and consternations and conflagrations. You know, there's just been a lot of all of that lately in the different um circles of communion that are my support network personally there's just been a lot of a lot of grief 
So I personally wasn't super psyched to be going through another one of these right now. Oh, so I can't imagine what my mother must be feeling right like right now. Oh, she's lost two siblings. Like I think about a year. God, has it been two years since Randy passed? Might have been. I don't know, you guys. Time is so weird. It just feels like they're stacked up one after the other. But I don't really trust my measure of time, you know, in the moment these days. Everything feels surreal. Fractal, multidimensional. Oh, golly. So... Yeah, I, uh, I'm feeling so much, you guys, y'all, all y'all, people, so much um, <clears throat> candle medicine happening, so much altar medicine happening, so, so much, um, so much. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I just know that I really feel like um, my uh, art is saving me right now and processing in this way, this audio journal, this podcast, processing stuff in this way is really helping me. Listening to the community, listening to how everyone else is processing. I mean, like, I, I... I can't even make sense of it, but like the fact that I can't make sense of it and no one else seems to be able to either, and we talk about it, kind of helps it make more sense somehow. So I'm just like leaning into every practice I have, you know drinking up every medicine I have access to speaking of which right now I'm doing a little altar blessing using flower medicine this flower essence that I made with um, Edgar under Sewan O's Flower Essence model in partnership with them. They did it in partnership. I'm using my personal blend of that flower essence that we made in ceremony, we crafted together. Mine is named Neon Rainbow Alligator. All day yesterday I was seeing rainbows and people were posting about neon colors. Um, and then I ended up posting about the alligator garfish, which is a sacred animal in um, Chickasaw tradition. Um, I'm just like literally sprinkling the, the tincture, the flower essence in every direction. 
Um, I'm drinking a couple dropperfuls of it. That feels really nourishing. Oh my God, and I just dropped some down my back on my shoulders. Okay, that was a deep baptism and an anointing. I feel so much more calm and nourished. I've been really neglecting my body today, you guys, because, um, y'all, I have really been neglecting my body um, because of this new grief. I'm already in a state of kind of uh, hyper-demand. I I really was working on healing, but there were some social needs that uh, I engaged in, and I just have been really trying to work my way back from that and and get my body right and get out of pain and get back to function and it's very challenging because writing is super hard right now writing is super hard right now you guys my brain fog doesn't really allow for me to be creative but doing the fine motor of copying text is very painful physically so it's like my writing practice which is so grounding for me is slipping away And so I'm really trying to hold on to it loosely and just honor the fact that like my capacities are expected to be variable and that this is my normal and everything is okay and it's always getting better all the time, all the time and that other practices will evolve as my capacities shift as they always have and they always will. I know that, but sitting in the disillusionment is sometimes very terrifying and painful. So yeah, I am really contemplating the transition of my scribe work, realizing how it is going to have to transition and thinking about ways to accommodate and support that. And it's really interesting because for most of my, what would have or could have, or I don't like to use the word should, but what, you know, could have been my writing time this morning ended up being my contemplation time where I was um, thinking of how I could um, move the icon around the paper in my transcription um, digitally, in other words, so that I don't have to handwrite the iteration every time. Because while I do believe in in the praxis as I have been doing it, I don't believe in the praxis um, ongoing long term because I feel like at that point it could become actually injurious to my hands to do that kind of repetitive motion and so I'm trying to find the middle ground between you know necessary practice and overwhelming my uh, physical structures so yeah I just have been contemplating different technological options as far as like using different art programs or maybe like photocopying a hand-drawn image you know things like that and I'm not really sure what I'm gonna settle in on yet Um, but I do know I do know that iteration in the visual field is very important And um, I'm really starting to wear out my uh, 
I don't know what you want to call it. My my hands are getting worse, not better right now. And I keep trying to just like, oh, push through. It'll get better or whatever, right? But I've learned that pushing through sometimes breaks it worse. So I'm really trying to honor and respect how my hands are feeling. I'm starting to feel like more left-handed practices in order because, I mean, that's always a good thing to do because I already am pretty ambidextrous. So it's just a matter of like making the choice to do the more challenging thing because even though it might be more cognitively challenging it's definitely less physically painful so it's just a matter of balancing between my mental fatigue you know my cognitive fatigue and my physical pain so yeah spoony life woohoo um if you can't tell I'm kind of wandering back and forth between the interior of the house and then out my front door because I'm trying to figure out um, if a noise I'm hearing is my son's school van pulling in the driveway Um, and every time I've walked out there the answer to that question has obviously been nope not quite yet guys this uh, these headphones are freaking really hurting me I'm gonna take them off they were just I don't know maybe that was some sort of like and adjustment like acupressure adjustment on my ears I feel so much more calm though so either that acupressure adjustment on my ears because of the really uncomfortable pressure of the headphones covered covering my earbuds either that or that flower essence something just really cleared and grounded me and helped me find my center I feel like somebody like I don't know, like in an old movie when somebody's feeling like swooning and they put smelling salt on them and they're like, all of a sudden they're clear eyed or like, um, kind of feels like, what does it feel like? It feels like when, uh, like you're spinning around, spinning, 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 and then you stop and you shake your head and you look and you go, oh yeah, that's the way I'm going. Like that moment of clearing after you've been dizzy for a second where like, you can kind of see what you're doing again, you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I hope you know what I'm talking about. <sighs> so, at any rate, yeah, P.S. First of all, my Aunt Anne died. And there's been a lot of grief. And my body clearly has feelings about that. Do you want to talk about grief behaviors? Should we? Should we talk about grief behaviors a little bit? First of all, we should know that food, comfort, survival, anything to do with sex, the will, vitality, sensuality, all of that actually goes up a lot of times. A lot of times people end up, you know, becoming more sensualistic or more hedonistic when confronted with mortality. Um, So, you know, a lot of times that kind of stuff happens. Um, I... fucking forgot or didn't know or I don't know what about the fact that uh, Montejo our gardener was coming today and so I needed to go to the ATM to get money to pay him and so I went to the 7-Eleven and Everything, numerology numbers been chasing me like all day long because fucking portal magic and it's craziness around here anyhow. 
So it's 9302019, which numerologically is like 939. I happen to do this thing at 939 and like, I don't know, whatever. The point is 939, 939, and it's all like fine all the time, all the time. All the time, all the time, it's fine, fine, fine. So my, um, I'm at the 7-Eleven. See what fucking happened just then? All that weird number bullshit. What was that? Weirdness. Um, I went and got some lottery tickets. Like, I don't know why. I never really, I shouldn't say I never. I only buy lottery tickets when I feel like I'm guided by my spirit to do so for some reason. It's like this weird, like, spiritual thing. I don't even know how to explain why I do it. It's like, it's not even, a, I wouldn't even say it's a compulsion. It's like an impulse that I can choose to follow or not. And I don't always, sometimes I get a little nudge that says, hey, you should buy a lottery ticket. And so I go, come on, man, really? Not today. Are you kidding? And that's an indication that no, it's not a good time. But when I get an impulse and I have no resistance, I just follow it. And I, and I just treat it like playing a game or whatever. And I have no real attachment to outcomes, but it does give an opportunity for spontaneous abundance to flow into my life, and I'm always looking for that. And the only way I can, not the only way, but one easy way to flood my life with spontaneous abundance is buying a lottery ticket occasionally. So, so far, you know, that abundance has been like, you know, $5 or whatever, but I give hope and opening in space and opportunity and actuality and reality and possibility. And I do see this is Lady Luck. So I don't know. We'll see. I bought two lottery tickets. A scratch off that was just sort of yelling at me through the little window saying, yep, that's the one. And um, just whatever the next one that was going to be picked. I guess it's the one that's tomorrow. So, um, I, and just a quick pick, you know, easy. And I just feel like. If not me, who? And if not now, when? You know, why not me? Why not us? I can definitely think of the why. I can definitely think of what it would be spent on, how it would be useful. So, you know, sure, why not? Let's uh, make it rain. Let's bring the abundance in. Let's have the chaos of abundance instead of the chaos of grief for once. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And boy, howdy. Let's have the abundance of um, uh, uh, the disruption of abundance instead of the disruption of grief. For once in, uh, in a while, that would be nice. I'm going to take these little guys off here, these little winged guys that I've got. I've got a dragonfly. And two butterflies and a frog and an angel and a snood. Yes. Okay. And a tambourine. Oh, there it is. See? I like going back and forth, back and forth. That's okay. He's just waiting for you. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's smart. I just like, I go back and forth looking. Nope, not yet. Nope. Yeah, that's how it always works. Yeah. Hey, um, America, I just wanted to let you know in case, you know, stuff goes on with people around here. Um, we just found out this morning my aunt passed away in her sleep 
last night, my mom's sister. Okay. And so just, you know, grief and Absolutely. logistics. Yeah, no, so, you, yeah. You yeah. Girl, you do you. I'm pretty sure that his thing will stay the same, okay. but we might have different people picking up or dropping off as long as if it's needed. Place. Yeah, yeah, no. It, it would just be like maybe Araceli or Dave might be here a weird day okay. if I decide I'm going to have to travel or whatever. Okay. But All right. I just you wanted you to know. know. No, no. Yeah, All thanks. Right. You too. Hi, buddy. Truman. Welcome home. Yeah. I want a snack. Okay. What kind of snack do you want? That. I'm doing a snack. Okay. I'm doing a snack. Yeah. What kind of snack do you want? No, I'm going to do a snack on the All done now. Yeah, you can have a snack, honey. That's fine. Mom, but you mean I did say hi to Gabby at school? You did. You said hi to Gabby at school. That's Mom, awesome. But you, I did it the cake All right, with so, Mariana. Um, the kid is home, Mom, I and I really need to be present with him. I need to acknowledge where I'm at and where he is, and find the space between us to be in the same place so for right now I guess this is just going to have to be a ceiling for this moment this um, grief I'm going to go try to find the blanket that she gave me for him when he was a baby that I didn't like that much when she first gave it to me because I thought the pattern was silly but it was so cozy and snuggly and the colors were so soft and appropriate that we used it more than almost any other blanket that we had. And it's still one of our favorites and we use it all the time. And so I'm going to go try to find that blanket and snuggle with my kid under it and be very, 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 very grateful for, for my aunt, <clears throat> my aunt. My auntie, my beloved auntie, and Brucine, Adair Overman, indeed. And we said Jehovah, which means I love you, and Chukmach, Pisalacho, which means hello. I will see you, for we chickasaw have no word for goodbye. <laughs>